Welcome to City in Snow. This is a modified Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition Let's Play podcast. I'm Lizzie. I use she, her pronouns. And I'm the first person to like your post of the cat or dog you found. I am Anna. Uh, she, her pronouns. I am playing Ilvara, the deep elf hermetic red void. Also she, her. Uh, last time she got hot and bothered with Marib and Yor. Hi, I'm Izzy. Are you say them? I play Yor, Tifa and Kaladin. And last time they, they did a sweet yee-haw yee-all maneuver with sweetening uh, to go help Six and <laughs> all the other stuff going on. Hi, my name's Miranda. I use they them or keep him pronouns. I play back to the sorcerer, Six. And last time we tried on a new look. And it was almost fatal for him. Yeah, very bad. Uh, hi, I'm Lane. I play Hannah Moffwatcher, the half-elf fighter who uses she-her. And I do as well. Last time she got lost, thanks to a certain someone, and arrived to the scene late, but kind of leaned into her military training and took charge of the situation. Sometimes great stress produces interesting results. As a recap, last time on City and Snow, the party got back together and saved the Elthana Memorial Library from destruction. Mostly. Yor and Ilavara arrived with JT and Marov, members of the First Bastion Mercenary Company, while Six and Hannah got split up and Hannah got a bit lost. Oh, like six ran off to do parkour. The library. Six was busy doing parkour. <laughs> Your road into battle and sweetening took hits and uh, lanced enemies. Elevara snuck up the stairs to take out a sniper. Six got in the thick of it and was able to take one of the enemies hostage. And Hannah arrived late. Then I guess single-handedly took out a fire elemental and leaned on her military training. Now, after the battle, it has been a very long day. It's near evening, and we join our heroes. Where are you? What are you up to? Uh, well, I, uh, I wanted to start helping put out the fire. Yes, so there is a brigade of people outside moving buckets of water in and it's finally starting to make a difference now that the fire elementals are gone so they're starting to be able to do that plus Marib had um, gusts of wind that she was using to help direct the fire and help it not spread further so are you are you helping from the outside then yes Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm also picturing Ilavara like getting like a really big blanket and just smacking it down. Or if you still have fire resistance, you could be saving books. I do still have fire resistance. That's going to be helpful no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> I think Six does too because he's the, the dragon boy. Let me check. Double cool. check that. I, I'm not sure if it's that kind of dragon, but it might be. Well, it is a fire dragon, 
Because I have a lot of fire spells. Yeah. Let me see here. Elemental affinity. So for me, I'm going to discard my my jacket, my weapons, and start diving into save books if I can. Okay. So I can spend sorcery points to get fire resistance for an hour. I think you did that, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Not the teeth wing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> special. I'm probably trying to, like, help get people out and also trying to find people of authority that are probably higher than me, which is a bit difficult, but I'm trying. (laughs) That would probably be JT, or technically that would also include Marib. Does JT have the prisoner? I remember leaving. Uh, Yes. Yeah. JT has the prisoner, and JT is kind of handling that situation and making sure he's relatively safe. And I think, yeah, Hannah, you had said you were going to help uh, the captives who you had freed uh, just get them out of the building? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they do need some help because they are they are hurt. Yeah, I will just offer, like, I'll if they need help walking, I'll literally just, like, shoulder up shoulder up and literally just offer myself and just support them do whatever, try and help them out, because that's more important yeah. to her than saving books mm-hmm. right, I think the uh, young the young dwarf leans on you pretty heavily he's a little more hurt um, but the other two are able to kind of support each other it's kind of poetic that Elora and Sixer saving the books together with their fire resistance as we met in this library. Yeah. Uh At some point, I want to, like, lock eyes with Ilavar in the middle of the fire. In the middle of the fire while we're grabbing these books to just, like, silently communicate this, like... I'll just acknowledge with a nod. <laughs> in the flames, just, like, having this moment... <laughs> He's not expecting to meet again under these circumstances, even though we've been hanging out this whole time. But you know what yeah, I mean. I love it. <laughs> so you are, you do have resistance. You're not completely in, invulnerable. So you know, I, I assume you're not you're not trying to defy death in this moment. Let's switch over. What's what's your and sweetening up to? Oh yeah, uh, the sweetening was trying to stomp out some of the flames as as doable as that might be. I don't know. Like a little ember is just like big poop like pop pop. Stomps. Stomp stomps. Uh yours a little corny because there's a lot going on that is all stuff that needs to be done. Okay. I think we might take this opportunity to move ahead a bit. Yep. But Mm -hmm. is there anything else you would like to do here. Give me like a little bit out of character of who is going to go where. So you have your captive, you have the people who are hurt, and you have by evening the people who are outside have taken this fire and it's now down to the smallest embers. It's now very manageable, surprisingly, and I'm like at least twenty percent of the library is 
um, damaged or hurt in some way, but you were able to save some of the books and scrolls, and that's important, and you were definitely able to save the remaining uh, victims inside. So Hannah's intention is to, when Six comes out, have a word with him. Okay. But after that, uh, find the prisoner, kind of, again, go to maybe JT or Marab and be like, okay, well, technically you are the authority here, but also I am military, so I'm also kind of on the same level as you. But if not, I will take him to Mr. Vorhan. If I know where he is. Is that your your guy? Mr. Ekin Vorhan, yes. Okay. Because I'm assuming I'd know where he's stationed. For um, me, I think once what we can salvage has been salvaged and I can get my jacket back on, uh, I'll probably follow Hannah's lead and go to JT just to kind of consolidate all of us and see where we're going next. Okay. Yeah, Laura's pretty happy to leave. Once, like, stuff starts not being urgent, they're not very comfortable with looking back at things, you know. Six is probably uh, at this point, too. Okay. But I think we're going to just have a, a little scene on the front steps. Yep. JT definitely wants to address all the people who spent their evening working on this uh, before heading back to the the mercenary company. Um, and you're you're free to join her, or you're free to go in whatever way you like. But on so we're going to be on the steps in front of the library. She's going to stand, and Marv's going to be next to her, holding your uh, captive ponytail minion. Um, and her ponytail has been burned. Yes, the burnt-off ponytail minion. Who <laughs> is complaining? I, I, no one. Um, he probably still has a little arrow in his knee, which is, <laughs> you know, causing him a, a fair amount of pain, and he's probably looking a bit pale at this point. Um, you get to hold that over him forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so everyone's outside, and uh, I guess the people inside were offered healing by the mercenary company if they liked, uh, or they could go home. So JT is on the steps, and there's a crowd gathered around who just worked really hard for this. And it's baggers, and it's people who were just out and around and helped. And the sun is setting, and JT addresses everyone uh, with a loud but firm voice because they're all tired and waiting and watching. And JT says, Thank you, everyone. This was a group effort, and your work is appreciated. We will not stop until we figure out exactly how this happened and why this happened, so that it will not happen again. And the crowd (sighs) cheers for her and claps. And 
in that moment you're all you're all standing beside them and it's i think maybe the only person who's experienced something like that would be would be your coming from the theater but it's it's a nice little moment and maybe the crowd will recognize your face a little bit going forward six is just kind of like looking at his feet Ilvar is actually smiling. Narib is standing tall, even though uh, her armor is just absolutely singed at this point. Like Shrek in the movie Shrek. (laughs) Oh, that Shrek? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Differentiating from the musical version. Anyway. The Shrek from Shrek 2. Or the one from Shrek 3. <laughs> well, yeah, the Shrek from Shrek 2 is different because he changes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. The Shrek from Shrek 4. <laughs> okay, um, so on the way back to the mercenary come, I don't know, um, I know JT and Marib are headed back there. You're free to do what you like, but this is a good opportunity for people to talk to one another. I know uh, Hannah and Six are probably. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm in trouble, but I know I'm just embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) You're not in trouble. (laughs) Six is just always a little bit in trouble, even if he doesn't deserve it all the time. He's probably going to get defensive, even though I'm not. Like defending his actions, <laughs> this point is yeah. a poor <laughs> Yep. Uh, like as as people are kind of mingling out, Hannah's just going to go up to him and go. You said you you apologized to me earlier for running off, but that's not what you need to do. Follow me, please. Six follows. I'm going to lead him over to kind of where people are being like medically treated and stuff mm-hmm. and just like hang back a little bit and just look over at the people who are being medically treated, the people who are dead and just go there's the ones you need to apologize to not me what do you want me to do uh, I can't apologize to the dead exactly look I know I fucked up I I tried to come up with a plan. I had a plan, but it wasn't a very thought out one. But I thought if I had one, then it would turn out okay, and it it didn't. And then you came in, and you just you know how to lead people. You know how to take charge of things. I don't know if you came in with a plan, but it doesn't matter because you really saved the day. Do you want to know the truth? I was scared. Like like we all were. We were all scared and... But I almost died because of my own stupidity. <laughs> and some people all did die because of my stupidity. And, uh... What can I say? I'm no leader of men. Not like you. 
Uh, now I don't think I'm going to be taking the lead so much anymore. I respect you a lot. Don't lose who you are. Don't ever do that. Not for anyone. Ever, at least, hey, hey, hey. We need, everyone at times needs the joy of your companion. And you are a good friend, but everyone needs that. I was probably more scared than any of you that night. Everyone is running around, no plan. Something kicked in and I realized I had to be the one to step up. And you did? I... She kind of reaches up to put her hand on his shoulder. Which is probably kind of weird. (laughs) (laughs) You made me like things over a little bit. I don't blame you, you know. We keep going forward. I read a lot of books. But I'm... I think I said to you the first day that we started adventuring together that there are different kinds of smarts. Like I said, I'm no leader of men. I trust you, Hannah. And I won't do anything this foolish again. Or, well, I can't promise anything about the future if I'm being honest. There we go, that's what I expected, which <laughs> clap him on the back. <laughs> Enough to do one bludgeoning damage. Oh, <laughs> my take him down. <laughs> 16 health. Okay. But, uh, I mean, it's from Hannah, so. He says, um, but. <laughs> I can promise I'll try. That's all I can ask. You stepped up well tonight. So, let's go get some rest, right? Yes. I've got some things to deal with here, but uh, you go get some rest. Um, I am going to find your in sweetening. Oh, yeah. They're walking together. Kiss, kiss. Got the big donkey. You're up next to them. I'll just... uh, Kind of come up and put a hand on sweetening. Ah. Very large. <laughs> hey, Ilavara. Thanks for back there. You did a lot. You're very brave. Ah, shucks. Thanks. It's nice to feel when someone really has your back. I'll just nod. Like, <laughs> that's a good point. Ah. It's nice not to be alone in these things. Rest sometime soon, but uh, if you want, it's like you're always extending their hand for a, a cure wounds. They have one spot left. Oh, the last spot. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else went burns to help for six. No, please, you use it on yourself. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> and just kind of like take your hand and just like push you gently away they're all of a sudden like oh <laughs> not to like detract from it but they're like hey uh i just remembered i got a letter <laughs> 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 do you want to read it 
Yes. Is it not personal? I don't know. I was on my way out, when we were, and then uh, summoning, sweeting, and, and someone came up. So here's the letter. <laughs> it's a lot. Are you tricking me into putting my hand out so you could just grab me and heal me? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will. I will wait for the letter, and then I will read it when you. Okay, we're reading the letter. What's up with that? Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send it in chat because it's for you. It's for me. Hmm. I can do that. Well, we are real loving character. So are we like re- Like you're holding one end, and I'm holding the other, and we're reading it together. Yeah. Uh, that's like okay. the hard mode. <laughs> <laughs> Go and then their it. fingers accidentally touch. And <laughs> I can be the one reading it aloud, I suppose. Okay. Okay. Uh, it says, Hello, Yor. I hope the secret gig is going well. I have great news. It's official. The Standard Chance Folks Acting Company has made a gig. Ooh. We got booked for a show on Midwinter Night. They requested the classics but they forwarded in advance and want us to have all new costumes for the performance, so Penelope is going to make something divine. Uh, from Hydra's Scale. Aw, it's from my acting company. Wow. This seems like good news. Yeah. Aw, I'm glad that they're, they're making a pig. It's good. Will you not be joining them? Uh, I need to be yeah, it's a ball and everything. Uh, Wait, have we been invited to a ball already? Yes. Yeah. Did I miss that? Yeah. It was it was uh, a, an extremely long time ago. Yeah. This should be the episode where we all add our dates <laughs> to the prom. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember I... We were told Ovar about their... Uh, acting friends because she asked about their family and they were like, I got these guys. They're cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, this is great news. <laughs> Sorry. Elevar <laughs> just has no tone to her voice and it's hard. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm overjoyed. Oh, okay. Maybe if Timings aligned. The wanted to say hi to him. Maybe we could. I would like that. Hey. And then I guess we awkwardly go somewhere we can rest. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes, that is. That's a question. It's nighttime. We have the opportunity for a long rest. Where are you all going? Uh, theoretically, you could camp out in the bathhouse again. Theoretically. Actually, zero problems there. I know, I was gonna say, I'm like, wouldn't it be hilarious if you and Ilabara are like ahead of it and they fall off again? Yeah. Also, well, I don't think they, they don't know about zero no. yet. No, they don't. No. Um, and uh, the other two don't know that there is a hotel where you've been basically offered room. So. I forgot there was a hotel. Yeah, I mean, we don't, we can, we can always just say that you all were traveling kind of together and not separately. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's no reason why that would be happening. Just having little side conversations. 
along the way. I think after, after Hannah just told everyone to go on ahead and then did this, like, checked in with JT and Marab and was like, hmm, you know, I should actually probably find a place to go and sleep. <laughs> JT would, of course, offer uh, a, a room at the Old River Inn if you're looking for one. Yeah, I think she'll take that then, because... <laughs> What's the name of those beds that are, like, in the wall? Like a secret wall. bunker. It's a bunker. <laughs> so the that. wall with a map just comes down onto the floor and creeps. <laughs> a giant Murphy bed. Yes. God. Here, hold on. Let me move the crossbow bolts. <laughs> uh, no, she would probably be able to arrange for you to have um, accommodation that was private. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably like suspiciously on the same floor or something. Like, <laughs> you know, there's just one of those um, uh, paintings with eyes that follow you or something. But, <laughs> okay. Don't so. think Hannah would notice, but you know. <laughs> okay, so everyone's going to the pool room. I feel like Six would hail a coach and then go back. Nathaniel's house because he has a room there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like he'd do that. Um, theoretically, there is room for one more at Nathaniel's house. Mm. Hannah? Hannah just like went to the inn. Yeah, and she, she was. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, told, Hannah told Six to go on ahead. Yeah, yeah true. Um, I feel like Six then would. He'd hire Dale Coach because he's tired as well, but he would think, you know, he's like, okay, I'm not going to separate your and Illibara. <laughs> I invite. Oh, I know who I'll invite. And so he goes back to the oh my God. Uh, first bastion and he barges into the back uh, <laughs> house and he's like, who wants to sleep in a bed tonight? <laughs> this is not a proposition, I promise you. <laughs> it's my uncle's house, so no funny business. I think when you open the door, um, a little gnome gets flown across the room. <laughs> He's like looking around for her. After he gives his little speech, like, oh, wait. <laughs> right, she? Yeah. I, I think she's going to take you up on that offer because um, last night she was in this bathhouse and it's not it's not comfortable. <laughs> it's not yeah. comfortable. And I I think Zirabel probably trusts you a little bit more than yesterday and also probably feels like she could kill you if she needed to. So that's always nice. Yeah, I'm just not going to tell my uncle that I'm inviting a thief to sleep over at our house. Oh, of course not. Where this he keeps his nice things in his nice little part of town. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fancy people live. 
No. This is totally fine and normal. Yes. Yeah. Plus, I mean, if you're taking a cab, then, you know, it's a little less suspicious, probably. Yeah. Um, Ilavar and Yor, are you parting ways? Where are you going? Hmm. Do we both want to take up the in offer? Yeah, that's the most reasonable. Oh, I'm checking off my don't forget things. Uh, Yor still has the key. <laughs> uh, Yor still has um, Yaki's key. So check that in. Didn't need it. True. Oh. So what key? To JT's room with the two knobs. Oh. <laughs> I think, was that? Yeah, it was the, the key with the room and two knobs. Right. That's just going to be a little, little fun thing that's going to be there forever. I, I can't stand it. I forgot about that. I still forget about that. I can't remember it. JT key. So how many rooms are you going to get? Three. Okay. <laughs> One for sweetening. <laughs> One for Hannah. <laughs> And uh, double queen for, uh... no, I I will get my own room. Okay. Well, how much how much is it to get a room? Um, I think JT is going to cover it. Excellent, good because I, I have no money. You guys could share a room and then sleep like Ernie and Bert <laughs> with like two beds on the other side of the room with like a little night table nightstand in the middle. It's the haze of the The haze code, code maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want any of those mean 30s sex rocks. And then if, like, if you end up moving in together like that, you could write the first initial of your name <laughs> on the headboard. <laughs> that way you know. Okay, um, so that is where everyone's going to take a long rest. Um, JT and Marib and uh, Captive Ex-Ponytail is they are going to the Mercenary Company, so that's where they are presumably staying the night, or at least going right now. What do you all want to do? <laughs> there, there are a lot of things that can be done right now, which is cool. When Six gets home, he's going to take a long hot bath. <laughs> he's got like Owls stacked on his head, that kind of thing. Candles. Yeah, um, I want you to tell me, uh, three things that Zerabelle, like, definitely pockets <laughs> while she's there. Okay, uh, I need to think about this. Okay, take your time, but, um, <laughs> they can belong to whoever, although, um, no, I'm just going to leave it open and see how much you want to potentially fuck shit up. <laughs> okay, three things. Yeah. Um, uh, six is just like, ah, I needed this. Because uh, Mirabelle is outside. She's also going, ah, ah, I needed this. Filling <laughs> <laughs> your pockets. Yeah. Um,. Okay, so that's your evening. Anyone else want to do anything in the evening that isn't getting into a battle or using the abilities that they just reset on their character sheets? 
even though I'm alone in my room, I uh, I just want to make note that I am going to meditate and like go over the events of the day and thank Elthana for watching over her city and uh, the people and that the fire was not as bad as it could have been um, and just do this sort of ancestor worship um, quietly uh, in her room. Right. Uh, I think the only thing Hannah would do is after getting into a hotel room and spending more than like a longer time than usual taking off her armor, just open the window, just watch the city go by for like an hour and then just go to bed. Okay, now that I think about it, though, I'm not sure what Calipano would have as a candy house, so I'm going to grab some of my books and look for magical items. <laughs> <laughs> How does your, um, cool off of the evening? Yeah, I was like, I should probably think of something, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll come mm-hmm. around. Um, besides, like, the, you know, winding down that you expect of, like, Hey, I'm in a hotel room. That's nice. It's <laughs> gonna say that they cry just a little, and but then they read Aww. that letter again and they smile about it. It's good. Quick, Elvira, go in and comfort them. She's like, I said to disturbance. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. Nor, are you alright? Can someone roll a D100 for me? Oh my god. I'll do it, I'll do it. I'm gonna have regrets. It was worth it. It's worth it for the regret. Um. <laughs> Don't think that's how that works. <laughs> the regrets are worth it. <laughs> okay, we're getting dice foley out of this. Yes, we are. Do it. Uh, 13. Okay. So, Zerabelle has stolen a tooth from an unknown beast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to use the trinket table. I'm going to see if there's anything interesting in the Dungeon Master's Guide. That is where the interesting stuff is. Although, yeah. uh, to be honest, the trinket table is, like, one of my favorite things. Cause I've never I the table. encountered someone using it, like... Using it to make a difference in their campaign. It's just like, oh, what's a fun thing I have in my pocket? Uh, at some point during the night, you all have a dream. And you're all in this dream. With each other. We're all in this together. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you all fall asleep, except for Ilvara, who is meditating, but who is still part of this experience. And you slowly come to uh, standing right there. You weren't asleep in this era. You've just you've just been standing here, and it's in a wonderful bright green field. Everything is somehow bright, but the sky is also gray. You can't see if there's a sun, and maybe it's one of those details that doesn't happen in dreams all that often. But you see a hill, and at the top of the hill is a man seated cross-legged his eyes closed almost in meditation 
He's short, maybe a bit round. Um, a tiefling man with red skin and horns. His clothes look uh, clean, but they almost look ceremonial. They aren't. They aren't made for a battle in any way, and he carries nothing else with him. And you can all see each other in this dream. You appear how you envision yourself. So whatever that might be, if you want to describe that. Oh no, it's one of those dreams where I'm naked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going with that. (laughs) We can go with that. (laughs) The grass uh, sways with a breeze that you can't feel. The air doesn't seem to be too warm or too cold. Definitely a weird dream. I think how would just appear as other as normal, to be honest. Maybe minus the armor. Interesting. Still with the sword bigger than her, though. Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, six. Maybe looks a little bit more like a dragon. Also, ooh, ooh. ooh. but he's naked. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and I'll see him and just like hand up, kind of trying to cover, <laughs> like. Have you ever tried to get dressed in a dream where you don't have clothes? It's impossible. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm just as embarrassed as you. Uh, The sound in the air is... uh, It's almost as if the air is a bit thick. Um, It sounds like you're standing farther away from each other than you are. Something about the air makes, makes the sound... Seem like it's carried from farther away. Okay, I know. I know what your it's like. Because uh, I was going to draw a, a symbolic picture, but yeah, it's it's canon, baby. <laughs> so that exciting. Sure. Um, uh, they're just in like um, part of their outfit that's just kind of like a, a dress. It's like under their armor, but over some under all this. Uh, but they're barefoot and they have their hands are like. And like clasp really tight to each other, and they're, they're not letting go. There's stuff like that. So interesting. Okay. What's going on here? <laughs> I think Six is just gonna sort of like sit down, draw his knees up to the bar. Hmm. As for how she's presenting, I. I think just certain features are more pronounced, like her elven features, probably longer ears, uh, smaller body stature, like she sees herself as extra small, um, and the burn scar probably more pronounced, and like maybe almost all of her, half of her face, instead of like the small portion that it actually is. But uh, probably just dressed down, just like normal, comfortable clothes. Um, and clearly looks like, what is happening? <laughs> not going to say anything, just looking at everyone distrustfully. Yeah. I'm the one feeling vulnerable over here. She does not seem to have any qualms about seeing a dragon cat dick. <laughs> <laughs> this has qualms. <laughs> this is exactly what I envisioned. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 
the man at the top of the hill stands and turns around and smiles as he approaches you. You can tell when he comes closer that he's, uh, again, not not particularly small, but maybe he looks a little bit familiar. Um, maybe these are the features of someone who looks a bit familiar. I don't like that at all. Who are you? I'm... You're all here. Ah, wonderful. Oh, hi, you're all here. Um, I'm Hannah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is going swimmingly. Uh, I, I am, I'm the Master Oracle, and I need you to save me. Uh, uh, what? Immediately, not actually a dream, this could be a real. <laughs> to face you? Or to save them? No, you're the first people I've been able to... Oh, wow. I've been so cut off. This is actually lovely. Tell me. Tell me any news. How about you tell us how to save you in case this dream ends prematurely? Good point. They're always watching. What? what? Who? They're always watching. I traveled north. Or sideways. Or through something or back behind something, and I'm lost. Uh, the sky grows slightly darker, as if um, uh, faster than any uh, time in a regular world. Storm clouds start coalescing around. And he notices and says, uh, please, please go, go tell them. Go tell them, and maybe next time, if there's a next time, you can tell me all about what I've missed. Well, there was a fire, <laughs> and then... Hannah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just was listing all these things. <laughs> and suddenly you all wake up in the morning. That was a strange dream. And uh, I think that's where we're going to... Stop for the session. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's intense. <laughs> oh, it's intense. <laughs> I'm just remembering that in the first episode, I said something about six, like waking up from a dream of like dragon's claws or something. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it's one of those dreams where. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's one of those dreams where I'm a tra- Wait. <laughs> Sidine's Snow is part of Novi Studios and takes place in the setting of Lanamora ages before the events of the Legends of Lanamora podcast. To find more Sidine Snow content, share your thoughts or predictions, or keep up with the silliness, check out the Twitter account Sidine Snow. Thank you again to my awesome, wonderful players. How can people find you all? This is Anna signing off. After a great game of D&D, you can find me on Twitter at UnrulyCrypted or my website, AnnaHannon.com. Hello, I'm Miranda, and you can find me at Rotato Farm. 
on Twitter and other places if you know where to find them. Hi, I'm Izzy, and you can find me and whatever I'm up to at uh, Squishy Night on Twitter or on Tree. Hi, I'm Lane. I don't have a bit, but you can find me at Line the Order on Twitter. <laughs> I'm Lizzie, and you can find me at Lizzie underscore BR on Twitter. That's L I Z Y underscore BR on Twitter. <laughs> to check out. <laughs> To pick out more shows and streams from Novi Studios, visit novistudio.io. That's N-O-V-I studio.io. And that's all from us. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.